$100 MBA show, the business podcast that skips the appetizers and goes straight to the main course with our daily 10-minute business lessons for the real world. I'm your host, your coach, your teacher, Omar Zenholm. I'm also the co-founder of the $100 MBA, a complete business training and community online over at 100mba.net. And in today's lesson, you will learn how to support international customers with major time differences. As you start growing your business, especially your online business, and start growing your customer base, you're going to get customers that are on the other side of the world. And one thing you're going to realize real quick is that time zones is a real problem. How are you going to be able to serve customers when you're sleeping because they're awake when they're in their time zone? I mean, the difference between California and Australia is definitely day and night. And now the world is very small, so it's very, very possible that people in Australia will want your products and services online and will find you very easily. But how do you make sure that you give them great customer service when your shifts are completely opposite? Well, this is something Nicole and I have had to solve many times over in our business. And I'm going to give you some strategies that we used, some strategies that are low cost as well as convenient for the customer. So let's get into it, guys. Let's get down to business. Today's episode of the $100 MBA show is sponsored by Sumo Me. Sumo Me is a suite of apps that install right on your website to help you grow your email list and increase your website traffic. Nearly half a million websites are powered by Sumo Me, and it's for good reason. It works. It works on any website, and in my book, it's a must-have. Get it for free by visiting this link, 100mba.net slash sumo me. Again, that's 100mba.net slash sumo me. When you have a chance today, I want you to go to timeanddate.com. This is a great website that can help you see where everybody's at in terms of time of day with the differences of time zones. They have an app or a feature called a meeting planner. And basically, you set the time, your local time, say, for example, 1 o'clock p.m. San Diego. And you can also set different cities for that same time. So, for example, if it's 1 o'clock in San Diego, what time is it in New York, in London, in Tokyo, in Melbourne? You can add as many cities as you like. And it gives you an idea of where everybody's at when you're awake. You'll soon realize that, man, there's a lot of people that are awake when I'm sleeping, How do I serve these customers without them having to wait so long to get an answer? So we talked about customer service before, all the different options, but I want to start with the basics. How do you handle this situation when it comes to email, if you have email customer service? Now, in a worst-case scenario in terms of a major time difference, and let's say you are doing customer service or your customer service hours are eight hours a day in your time zone, somebody in the other side of the world will have to wait 16 hours to get a response. Now, That's not actually a long time for industry average, but that's if you answer it right away as soon as you start your shift or start working for that day. And that 16 hours can easily become 24 hours. And for some people, that's just not good enough. For us at Webinar Ninja, we've been trying to lower our response time. We started out around 20 hours, and it has a lot to do with the international nature of our customer base. And again, the shifts And we brought it down to now, which is a little under 7.5 hours, which is really great, which means within the day they get a response. So there's a couple options here. Number one, if you have a reasonable amount of customers that are international, that have a different, a major difference in time zone than you, you may want to consider hiring somebody in a different time zone. Even part-time, you may just need part-time because it's not the majority of your email support or customers, but you have to be able to serve them in a timely manner. 
This is why the Philippines, India, and Eastern Europe have become huge spots for recruiting customer service reps. It's not only because it's low cost because of their cost of living over there, but it's because of the time zone difference from the West, whether that's the US or the UK. It helps support that side of the world as well as Australia. And guys, if you haven't noticed, Australia is booming. There's a lot of business that's coming out of Australia. Australians have a lot of disposable income. Minimum wage there is $40,000 a year. So you can imagine that there's a lot of money on the table there. And now with the internet and the accessibility to buy things online super easily, these people need to be served. So hiring a customer service rep, even part-time, it won't cost you too much on that side of the world. We're talking about maybe three to $400 a month at most. Some places it's around 200. And what you could do is when they first get started, they work with you on your shift, which will probably be their graveyard shift. But this is for training purposes. So you can train them how to serve your customers. They can learn your products and services and things like that. Once they're all trained up, you can move them on to the shift that works, which is probably their day shift. And that way they can serve customers on that side of the world. Now this is applicable for phone support or even live chat support which we just implemented over at Webinar Ninja recently. So that's one option right there. That's pretty low cost. And it takes work off your plate. And you're starting to plan for growth, which is great. Because the person you just hired can train the next person. But what if you don't want to hire somebody or can't? Are there any other options? Well, there is an option that may be able to hold off the customer so they don't feel like they're completely neglected. So whatever you're using for customer support, via email, you should have an autoresponder, an email that goes back to them to say, hey, we got your email and we will respond as soon as possible. One of the things you want to add to that email is your support portal or where you house all your tutorials or Q&A. You may want to say something like, you might find your answer here where all our tutorials are. Just search and you may be able to get your problem solved before we get to it. Give them a time frame of how long it may take for you to get back to them so they have an expectation so they can check out the tutorials but if they don't or they don't find what they need over there, they know that you'll get back to them in X amount of hours. The other option is not ideal, but it could work. If you're using a tool like Zendesk to handle customer support, you can integrate it with something like Slack, which is a messaging system. Basically, you'll get a message when you get a new ticket sent in Slack, and this message can show up on your phone. And what you can do within your team, if you have a few people on your team, is take turns where you're on call, quote unquote, a week at a time. So this week I'm on call. So if I get a Slack message at some time during my off hours, I should be able to go and answer that. Now this only really is a viable option if you don't have that many international customers. We're talking about maybe three or four emails being sent a week. That's very easy to handle and not a huge interruption. And if you have a few people on your team, you can take turns until you know, the growth kind of grows to the point where it's like, okay, we need to hire somebody on that side of the world. I got more on today's lesson, but before that, I gotta give love to today's sponsor, Atlassian. Today, nearly anything is possible. If we can dream it, teams can build it. So how do you bring everyone together to create what's next? With Atlassian, that's how. Makers of collaboration software that lets teams work and communicate better together. Here are some of their amazing solutions. Assign, track, and manage tasks for any project, no matter how complex. That's the clarity of Jira. Create and share content, organize results, and bring team members up to speed. That's the flexibility of Confluence. Instant message or video chat with your team from any device. That's the freedom of HipChat. Test, review, and manage code in real time. That's the power of Bitbucket. 
We love Atlassian because it's simple to use and they have a clean interface so you can jump right in and get started. Visit Atlassian.com and see how Jira, Confluence, HipChat, and Bitbucket can give your team everything you need to organize, discuss, and complete shared work. Atlassian.com, helping teams everywhere team up to create what's next. Guys, to wrap up today's lesson, we live in a global world and we have to serve our customers no matter where they are. So even if you don't have an international presence yet, you need to start thinking about this, thinking about how you're going to handle this when it happens. Are you going to hire somebody abroad? Are there any temporary solutions you're going to do? What are you going to do? What options are you going to use? Sometimes it's better to hire somebody before you actually need them because you want to be able to train them up and have them ready when it starts to grow. And again, you can start off part-time and then have them go full-time when things get really busy. All right, guys, I hope that helps and I hope you love today's episode. Let us know in an iTunes rating and review. Everybody who leaves us an iTunes rating and review enters our weekly random draw to win a lifetime membership to the $100 MBA training and community. We call it Free Ride Friday. Every Friday, somebody wins a lifetime membership. And all you gotta do is leave us an iTunes rating and review. All right, guys, that wraps up today's lesson. I hope you loved it. But before I go, I wanna leave you with this. This is a good problem to have. You're growing, you're becoming internationally known, and you should be making enough money to kind of hire somebody to take care of this. If you're not, for some reason, you need to take a look at where your costs are and lower costs somewhere else because customer service is something you really should invest in. Keeping them happy. Maybe you're spending too much money on something else that you can cut out. So keep that in mind moving forward. All right, guys, I'll check you in tomorrow's episode. I'll see you then. Take care. Take care.